Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yeah, in about 40 minutes, we're going to have a discussion about uh, the Australia-Fiji uh, game in the, uh, the first week of the World Cup, as well as New Zealand versus Lebanon. Of course, Michael Checker coaching the Lebanese side, and, uh, which is a good get. It's a really good get. Good to see Czech doing that. But uh, people, it's time for the people segment, Movie of the Week. And, well, Liam Alexander's covered off some classic bangers this year, but today he finishes with another iconic Stanley Kubrick film and Jack Nicholson classic, the 1980 horror classic, The Shining. Little pigs, little pigs... Let me come in, not by the hair on your chinny chin chin. Then I'll huff, and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house in. Here's Johnny. Bloody hell, eh? What about that? <laughs> Go on, lad. Um, now, before you introduce Liam, um, Maestro, we were just talking before. I woke up at 2 o'clock this yes. morning. And as did you, mm. by the way, in separate houses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and The Shining was on. Switched on Foxtel, and there it was. Mm. And I didn't even know we were doing it today. And, yes. and it just, yeah. It, Amazing coincidence. Perfect to a Funny how fair. life happens. Synchronicity. There you go. Liam Alexander, welcome. Morning, guys. Good movie for the, the last hurrah. It's fantastic, mate. Really good, Liam. And uh, by the way, I'll say this straight off the top. You have been, once again, outstanding. One of the highlights of Morning Glory. We appreciate <laughs> you this year, mate. Uh, thanks, guys. Liam, incredibly, at the time, the critics, the reviews of this film were mixed. Uh, many critics quite unkind. Oh, yeah. When it came out, it was actually, like, it was reviewed, the, the bombed um, critically, Um Shelley Duvall and Stanley Kubrick were actually nominated for Razzies that year, which are the opposite of the Academy Awards. They're the worst movies. So Kubrick was nominated for Worst Director and she was nominated for Worst Actress. But over time, yeah. I think a lot of critics took back their initial reviews because I think it's one of the great horror films ever made. I think it might not be the scariest movie ever made. And I think people go in with expecting that, but... Yeah. I think it's one of the finest uh, that the genre has produced, for sure. Uh, Liam, you said before about Shelley Duvall. She she was uh, given a Razzie, but they rescinded it later on when stories emerged about Kubrick's treatment of her. What yeah? What took what took place on the set? Well, she was like she was literally suffering to the point of like nervous exhaustion. She was losing clumps of hair, and Kubrick was like a really hard taskmaster. And Nicholson, he said that. He's never seen an actress go through such a hard um, time on set. He was, he would kind of um, publicly call her out to try. I, in hindsight, it was to try get her performance to be more, I guess, accurate to being stressed. But I don't think that's probably the way to go. But yeah, he was, he was pretty harsh with her. He would, he would tell her that she's wasting everyone's time on set and literally force her to do take after take until he was, he was happy with it. So. She didn't have a great experience making this movie. Do you think this movie would be made today? Ooh, I don't think the behind the scenes can... Like, Kubrick took, 
like nearly a year to make it, Joey. So like he would he would keep rolling until like there were some scenes where they would get up to 127 takes where he just keep wow. going and going and going. Yeah, so picturesque. So I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't think they'd allow that to happen today. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not sure. Isn't, isn't it funny, Liam? We had this discussion before. How a great, a truly great director will have the patience to do that. To do that, knowing that it's going to take that many takes and that much time to get what they want. To do that enough yep. to the character or the person mm. to the actor that it produces what they're after. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I think a lot of people uh, don't um, go as hard on Kubrick for how he treated um, Duvall on the movie because it did get her to give, a, uh, like in my opinion, it's a really good performance. But um, yeah, I think that, that scene in particular, the 127 takes, it's the scene where... Um, they realise that he's he's been writing um, all work, no play makes Jack a dull boy. And then they have to walk up the stairs swinging the bat. So Nichols, she was walking up the stairs. I think they did it literally 127 times. It's the Guinness Book of World Records for most takes with a scene with dialogue in it. So I think it gets them into the like mindset because that scene, like Nicholson looks like he's literally losing his mind and she is like beside herself. So it definitely translates in the end, I think. And that, and in that scene as well, when she's going through the pages, all work, no play, make Chuck a dull boy, the different lines and Kubrick's PA had to type all those out, all those different pages. And apparently she typed out thousands of pages for the, for the prop. Oh. And they're all and they're all different, all different lines. Leo, where, where does Kubrick sit in terms of the greatest directors of all time? I think he's definitely up there for sure, and I think it only like his legacy only sort of enhances as years go by because his films are such mystery boxes. You can go back and watch them, especially The Shining. I think The Shining gets better on repeat viewings, but like in two thousand one, A Space Odyssey as well. Like he he made all these hallmarks of different genres. Like two thousand one is the quintessential sci-fi movie. The Shining's one of the great horror movies. Paths of Glory with Kirk Douglas, I think is one of the great war films. So mm. he's made films in all these different genres. And I think, I think directors especially really love him because he, he just is a perfectionist, but he gets his vision on screen every time. And this is obviously the Shining is based on the Stephen King book, mm. the famous Stephen King book, very personal story for him. And he absolutely hated the film. And he's quite he's quite vocal about that. And he um, apparently, when Stanley Kubrick got the screenplay that Stephen King wrote, he didn't read it. He just threw it in the bin and goes, "I'll be making my own movie." Wow. So yeah, yeah there's uh, Stephen King. Even today, uh, does it when he does interviews, he talks about how much he hates the film. Um, Jack yeah. Torrance, the character, could have mm. anyone else played that, but Jack Nicholson? Well, they've tried. Uh, they've tried in the like. There's right. there's been that terrible that's telly right. movie, and it was a stinker. <laughs> Yeah, who was that? Who was that? I don't know who the guy was. Yeah, I'm not sure. Do you know? They actually tried. I think Robert De Niro was initially thrown up wow. to play Jack Torrance, but um, Stanley Kubrick watched Taxi Driver and didn't think he was insane enough for to play the role, <laughs> which is which is crazy that um, Nicholson was the guy he thought of. Have you got? Uh, yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Have you ever watched the documentary on the making of this film? No, I haven't. No, not. I didn't know there was where. There's a what's what's it called? Is it the room? What's it? Um, uh, yeah, I think it's room two three seven. Two three seven. Call it. Um, you can yeah. you get around and to watch Jack Nicholson get into the state of Jack Torrens, 
to play, to get up for those big moments. And he's sort of walking around like like fever. Like he is going, screaming at Stanley Kubrick, screaming at Shelley Devour, screaming at makeup yeah. people to try and get in the headspace. It is, it's quite the same. Wow. It's one of my favourite movies. Mm. I relate yeah. to it. What's that documentary yeah. called? Room <laughs> 237. I relate to it. Yeah. yeah. In what, what way? <laughs> or, madness? Or, <laughs> Uh, uh, author writing a book, struggling oh, yeah. with deadline, descends yeah. into madness, puts an axe through a door. Yeah, right. It's basically, it's basically like the it's like a biographical pick of my Do you mind. own an axe? There's one in my head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been hit by one today. Uh, but, it, but it's it's so smart. It's, I reckon it's Nicholson's best movie by by some stretch, to be honest, because he's just so yep. insane. Yeah. It's And it's pure horror. Like Yeah. It, it, I do. I, I disagree. I think it's scary as... Mm. Yeah, the the bar, the bathroom scene. Oh mate, with the the old lady. When did this movie come face? out? In terms of the other scary one, the the Exorcist. Exorcist was seventy four, mm. and this yeah. was eighty. Oh okay. Hey um, Liam, a question on that. Like we said, this is re- this is really scary. There is nothing funny about this movie. When did when did horror decide to take that twenty year hiatus into dark comedy? <laughs> like, do you Ooh, know what I mean? I reckon- yeah, I think it started in the nineties. I think I think when Scream came out and some of those sort of movies, I think yeah. it started to get a bit um, a t- bit quirky, and yeah. they have like one light. Yeah, I tell you one, Liam. Yeah, I thought I- the first ever Nightmare on Elm Street one and two were chilling, were they terrifying. Were, they were yeah. chilling. Three took on a dark comedy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, I actually saw a great quote this week: "Never stop driven." Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because in that, yeah, we, were talk, we were talking about this, many In that film, when Dream Warriors came out, Freddy got a humour and he started going, hey, I'm going to kill these kids. And he kind of went, yeah, well, I like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and it got into that sort of realm and like Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 is a comedy. Yeah, yeah. You know, the first one was terrifying like and, and terrifying. And the same like uh, what else, um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah, 2 was a comedy. There's, so. a, there's a scene in Night, one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets where he goes after like a smack addict and all the, all the yeah, like yeah, needle yeah. marks in <laughs> the girl's arm starts like grows faces and I'm, starts screaming at me. I'm pretty, sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's... Number three. He's yeah. three, right. I yeah. interviewed him on Triple M. He came in, the guy who played Freddy Krueger. Oh, Robert England. Yeah. yeah. He came in and we're having a chat about does he the look role. Like Freddy Krueger? Yeah, he, he does. Yeah. Bar the, you know, bar the, um, like the fingers. He's got, a good, um, he's got a good skincare regime. He certainly <laughs> has. Anyway, I said to him, I said, Robert, do you sort of ever fear through the Nightmare on Elm Street that you would be starting to become typecast? And he goes, what do you mean by that? I've been in lots of good films. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. But, but so, yeah. but so much so that he he does parodies of himself as Freddy Krueger <laughs> and Robert England in movies. It's, it's like where you basically go, you know what? I'll just give up. Yeah. It's like when uh, Shooter McGavin, he didn't want yeah. to do it originally. He now he's just he, he rides it all the way home. Now, Liam, what we're going to do after the break? We're going to do our five to one greatest Jack Nicholson films. But uh, out of a hundred, what do you give The Shining? Oh, I think it's one of the greatest horror movies. I'm going to give it a ninety-nine. Hundred. Yeah. Ninety. Yeah, 100. 85, guys. I'm going to take you know, it. Give me the children of the corn any day. Liam, we'll take a quick break and come back with a five to one.